my friend was like, oh, you have that podcast thing today, right? And I'm like, yeah, and I'm really nervous. And they were like, well, talk about poop. And I was like, I don't think I can do that. <laughs> I'm like, well. One, two. everybody and welcome to episode 74 of the on the runs podcast we are coming to you tonight virtually in our home podcast studios i'm back from all the work travel i've been on recently and erica is back from an epic weekend at reach the beach what is up ultra penguin i am still getting over that awesome awesome weekend i am still exhausted but i'm feeling good and i'm just glad to be glad to be back I, I had so much FOMO all weekend <laughs> being part of the group chat and listening. I'm really happy I got to like jump in and say hi to the group in Chester, but I missed out. I'm glad we got to see you too. I missed out. And let me tell you something. I, one of the reasons I backed out was because my babysitter plan was I, w- I would be gone for two to three nights and I needed my parents' help, but yeah. they had a camping trip planned. And so I'm like, I knew that was out and this is going to be too hard on everybody if I'm like, I'm not home. Well, because of this hurricane that was coming that even changed part of the reach the beach course. Yeah. My parents canceled their camping trip. And I was like, well, if I just knew there was a hurricane six months ago. Yeah. Even two months ago when I bailed. How are you going to know that? I could have done it. <laughs> How are you going to know that? But it seemed like you had an awesome time. Oh, it, it was an amazing time. We we actually uh, have just recorded a little something that you guys will have to hear later because it's too much to squeeze into a tiny intro and outro. But <laughs> it was a blast. We had a great time. Here's the deal. We have an amazing interview for you today when we had on a friend of ours that we met from Reach the Beach. We'll get to that in a minute. It went long. It went really long and we had no show notes. It's just us talking and having a blast. And it's like, holy cow, it's been two hours. She was so easy to talk to. It was so much fun. She was. And she's like, I've never done a podcast. I'm nervous. And it's like, you're a natural. So Mm -hmm. it was just, it was like just hanging out chatting. It's a great interview. Our outro is not going to be on this episode. It's going to drop on Thursday because our outro for episode 74 will be the Reach the Beach recap that we just recorded. And it's it's lengthy as well. So that's a lot of editing. So guys, here's your intro. We're going to go to, straight to the interview. And then we're going to do a quick end of this. And the outro for episode 74 will be Thursday. So we hope you enjoy that. Let's just jump right into this. We have an ADU legend. And let's just get right into talking to Hannah Littlefield. Our next guest on the pod is the flying purple figment of your imagination hair. I don't know. She is amazing. We met her at Anchor Down. She makes the coolest trophy awards that anyone could ever win and that could burn your house down, actually. But we love her, <laughs> and she's amazing. Hannah Littlefield, welcome to the On The Runs podcast. How are you? I'm good. How are you? My first podcast ever. I'm glad we could be a part of that. We're so happy to have you on. I mean, it's so awesome to see you every year doing your thing at Anchor Down. And and now it's nice to get to know you a little bit better. I know. Likewise, because I see you. I see everybody when I'm running, but I never like 
I only get to talk to people that are like in my same pace or like eating food at the same time. And I'm like, I know you, I've seen you, but I have no idea who you are. Right, That's ultra life for you. <laughs> well, we were at the Anchor Down Altar just a few weeks ago, and it was at the very end. We packed up and we drove to the backside of the course. And we're just watching some people run by and you here you came and Erica's like, I really want to say something to her. <laughs> and so we waited for you and you're the last person we saw. And Erica can tell everyone what what uh, what she said. But then she goes, I would love to have her on the pod. And I think I DM'd you right then. And you got it maybe <laughs> like the following day when you checked your phone. Yeah, I had to uh, express my thank you, my genuine thank you for the work that you put in for all of the Anchor Down Awards. So I was lucky enough this year to place in the uh, female open category and you made this beautiful wood burned award. I mean, it has like, like special messages on the back and it's just absolutely gorgeous. So you made them last year as well. And I just I saw them and I had to have one. Well, so the one from this year just says, like, love, Hannah. <laughs> but the other one, um, so this is the front of from last year. It says, heck, yeah, you're incredible. Love, Hannah. And, I mean, just the, the amount of work that goes into these, because you had to make, how, how many did you have to make? There's so many, like, time categories, times, like, age yeah. categories, times whatever. And so you, you just know how much work and love was poured into those. And I just had to earn one. And I was lucky enough to do so. For the second year. For the second year. (laughs) I hope you just have a whole display. Because I I only, you know, sometimes I'll forget to take pictures of them. I'll be like, I have no idea what I did last year. Like, what does it look like? But um, Jay Paganelli and I think it's going to be an ongoing thing where every year I'll get to kind of like, and he gives me like creative freedom. Mm -hmm. He's like, I don't care. You can do whatever you want with it. Um, So I think going forward, just every year I'll get to kind of style it and then create them. And I think there's like 22, 24. I don't really know because it all blurs. It's kind of like running an ultra. It all blurs together where I'm just like, all right, cross this one off. Like there's a lot. It's a lot of them. That just goes to show you, though, how special Anchor Down really is, because where where else are you going to get something like this? Like nobody else is going to really put in that kind of effort, especially if like you're you're not running the race. Like, well, you're physically running the race, but you're not directing it like anybody could just go spend money on something. But this is like it's so heartfelt and. And wonderful. So <laughs> you got to love it. What is the process you go through to do that? Do you like go out in the backyard with the chainsaw and you're cutting tree <laughs> down and then you slice it into like little pizza slices? Or do you like order these? Do you do it with a handsaw? What's the process? <laughs> yeah, they're all natural taunton trees <laughs> from the taunton green. <laughs> um, no, usually, uh, so Jay and I coordinate and he kind of like gets a list of how many we need. And typically it's the same every year because, you know, masters, grandmasters, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, he basically is like, tell me what I need to order. And the first year we did them last year, we were like, oh, it'd be cool to do them on, you know, the little wooden plaques that look like trees instead of like, I don't know. And you can log on to Joanne Fabrics and there's just so many options mm-hmm. on what you could wood burn. And uh, we we settled for the trees for the trail running and just it's a cool aesthetic. He orders them all and I receive like 
four or five boxes of like wood on my front steps. And um, from there, I have to like kind of decide what font I'm going to use, have to decide what it's going to look like. Um, Jay and I kind of like the idea of the overall 24 hour champs have that like ADU like logo, the big, mm-hmm. the big anchor. And it says, you know, anchor down ultra run long on the side and stuff. So that goes for the 24 hours. I don't have to think about that, but for all the other ones, I kind of have to decide like what aesthetic is it? Like what kind of anchor I want to do? Yeah. Technically I could use the same one, but I feel like, I, like for you, if There's it was the one. same looking as last year, <laughs> like, wouldn't it be boring? It's nice. They're, they're different. So like it's yeah, extra totally. special. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I kind of uh, go through, figure out what I want it to look like, and then draw it out. And then it's a painstake. You, there's got to be a better way to do this. But basically, I draw out the initial design, and then I take a pencil and I scribble on the back of the paper, <laughs> and I flip it over and I put it on the wood, and I trace the design so that the lead from the back of the paper goes onto the wood, and I do that. 24 times or however many people I go through a lot of paper a lot of pencils um and then I take I take a wood burning machine and I spend a lot of time wood burning them which is like it's very relaxing it's very kind of like it's very chill I put music on watch Netflix I try not to burn down the house because the thing is is that like if you take a break you can like prop your little it looks like a little like a little pen Mm -hmm. You can like pop it up in the little holder, but I have four dogs, so I have to make sure that I close the office door because there have been times where like they've tripped over the wire and I've like caught it and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to burn my rug. I'm going to burn the house down. Do you ever burn yourself doing that? Like it seems like a dangerous hobby. (laughs) (laughs) It is. Well, the longer since you're holding it kind of like a pencil, like you're, it gets so hot like 400 degrees Mm. that your fingers will get really hot. Like I've definitely burned myself, but, but overall it's really fun. It's just very time consuming Mm. or like if you mess up, you can't, you can't undo it. There's like no pressure. No way to. Yeah. And so like, you know, when I'm trying to get all these done, I have no idea like if I've messed up or like, you know, I got one last year and I forgot a part of, the letter R. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you know, it's like ink up down ultra. And I was like, okay, well, <laughs> good thing I won that one. Cause, um, yeah. So it's just a lot of like organization trying to make sure that like, okay, I did, you know, woman's 12 hour open. Now I have to do the men's because if I, if I mess it up, I have to do it all over again from scratch and like love the race, love doing arts and crafts, but I don't want to do another two-hour project that I have already finished. Mm-hmm. Totally understandable. Two, two hours. It takes you two hours to do one? Probably about there. Yeah. See the time and the so love that talking. goes into these things. Like a, I, I speak for week. most. It's well, I hope I, week of work. I hope I speak for everybody, but these just mean so much that it's it's <laughs> we love it. And as long as you will keep doing them, we're going to keep trying to win them. Well, if you remember, we did Anchor Down. This was our third year of you mm-hmm. running, Erica, and me being there hanging out and having a blast. So last year was the first time I've seen you at a running 
a, a, a race that you're like, I want that. I need to win because I need that. That is so cool. Last year, Jay advertised him. He had it on Facebook and I went, oh my God, look at that. <laughs> and I went for it and I was lucky enough to actually place. So yeah, fingers crossed. Because let's be keep, honest. Keep winning them. Because let's be honest. The wall behind you, Hannah, impressive. Erica, your wall downstairs is impressive. People like Rachel runs for medals, impressive. But a medal's a medal. Throw a piece of wood there or a cool award like that. That <laughs> is awesome. It's like, mm-hmm. well, I won all these medals and I won this piece of wood. And if <laughs> the house is burning wood. down, I would go get it because it Save would be gone. <laughs> Don't jinx my house during a yeah. thunderstorm. Like I'm scared now. At least I have oh them like God. close where I can run away with them. I'll leave the phone. You guys are on your own. I'm getting out of here with those things. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Let's like I think there's happen. a lot of people who who like choose their races, like for the race itself, but also because there's a cool medal or like a cool finisher's prize. Like, is it is it Juggend? There's an ultra that gives out like mugs, like hand thrown like pottery mugs if you're like an age winner i don't recall which one it is because my ultra sign up history is probably you know the amount of races i look at i'm like "Hmm, he's gonna google all this (laughs) (laughs) i think it gives away mugs to winners yeah and they're like they're local pottery mugs that somebody nearby i think it's a race down south somewhere and they make this mug and if you're like an age group winner, you get this mug. And I'm like, that's freaking cool. Like anybody can get a medal. And like, you know, a finisher's medal is a finisher's medal. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's hard. It's hard one. But it's also just like, I don't know how long you've been doing ADU. But before last year, it was just ordering these little plastic trophies off Amazon or I don't know, wherever, yeah. which is still fun. Everybody loves to have a trophy. Like you feel pretty badass. <laughs> But at the same time, like, like an interesting, unique award is such an appeal. Like if ADU wasn't super popular already, I'd be like, hey, <laughs> Jay, advertise this and people will sign up. But oh, yeah. it already sells in like two seconds. That so. does. So I've been doing this for three years. And the first year I did it, so it was the first year post-COVID, um, I did. Ha- I do have one of those little trophies. And it's, I still love it. Yeah. It's wonderful. But Yours are just a little bit better, just as much. <laughs> it's fun and it's cool. Like if we can, if Jay continued with doing the trophies, mm-hmm. you would now have three of the same exact trophies. Whereas, like obviously, the ADU is kind of evolving, and the fact that it is becoming more popular, the the field of racers is becoming much more competitive. Like I don't, I think there was somebody from Bangladesh this year in the twenty four hour. Wow, Bangkok. I don't know. I'm really bad with geography, but there it, there was somebody maybe Starts from Russia. B. Yeah, some this B, B Belgium. I don't, but like Impressive. in the in the 24 hour, there were racers from like all around the world. So ADU is gathering more people. But you know, Chris Capellini has won the thing like every year. He's probably got so many of the same trophies, and now it's like, here, Chris, like here's a different one. <laughs> I'm sure he loves and appreciates them just as much as I do. But yeah. I feel like uh, in the coming years, once he gets to like 10 ADUs, like I know you get a special buckle for five, um, but mm. I feel like you should make him something 
he's going to go for 10. Absolutely. <laughs> he's if he's not already there, I don't even know. But he, he deserves like some kind of plaque or <laughs> something to hang up. Yeah. That man is a machine. Uh, he deserves an entire tree. I joke Basically. about it with him. I'm like, can I just put your name on the back of this? Like <laughs> Already? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know it's going right to him. What did he do this yeah. year? He did like 120 something, like in that heat yeah. and sun. I just, the man is incredible. I know. What did you do? How did your race go this year? I, I, I did my goal, which my goal, I am notoriously a cranky runner. Like, the lack of you were sleep, not this year. You were the happy runner. <laughs> that was my goal. I I said to my crew chief, I was like, my goal is to. I don't remember if I was like, I want to smile the whole time, or I was like, I want to be happy the whole time, and then I was like, wait, scratch that. I don't want to be a bitch. Can I say that? <laughs> yes, you can. I don't <laughs> want to be a cranky bitch. <laughs> like because like I always at some point just. I'm tired. I'm hot. I'm, I'm like not a super meanie, but I get cranky. Mm -hmm. I get short. I get irritable. And I was like, this year I want to be like happy. Like, I I don't know. I always do like a mileage goal or something like that. And I think that can kind of dissuade you from the love of running. Mm -hmm. And, and at a point it's like, all right, I've done a hundred miles at ADU. Like sure. It would be nice to get I don't know, a course record, like Kathy killed it this year. Oh my God, yes. Like she got like a hundred and 105. She did an extra lap, one more lap. Yeah. (laughs) I love love seeing it. Mm -hmm. And like that stuff is super cool, super incredible. But I feel like at some point it's like, I've run ADU a couple of times now for the 24 hour. And it's like, I have to stop chasing like I want another hundred miler because it's really, really hard to do. And if you don't get it, you don't want to consider that race a loss. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'm going to be happy the whole time. And I think I did it for the most part. My pacer might say otherwise because I did. (laughs) I think I told her to shut up at one point. (laughs) But But only because she was like calling me a badass, like at one point towards like, I don't know, my second to last loop, I was hauling ass like, like, like a 730 mile, which I don't even do when I'm training. And I, and she was like, you're such a badass. Look at you go. And I was just like, shut up. Cause I just wanted the loop to be over. I was like, I'm only running this fast to be out of pain. Those are literally the true feelings during an ultra like that. Like you, sometimes you just want to be done and you will do whatever mm-hmm. it takes but i i get yeah. the irritability thing i've i've yelled at this guy for for a bunch of it because i'm just yeah for just much less, tired right? and, like it takes nothing you've never actually yelled at me well, not, I, I say yell but i'm like i get snippy like it happens and yeah. harsh words it, it does no, I happen i i mean <laughs> i've seen you just give me straight up answers or like, dude, no, I don't know. But you, you, you kind of have this, she does it. She does this thing when she's like 5.00 AM. Okay. She'll just start talking and talking and won't shut up. But like the good kind, I'm the one who she just tells up. me more and more some like stories and things. Oh, that you must be like so squirreling away of all of this crap. You're going to like use it against me later someday. <laughs> no, well, to be honest, a lot of it is just you all over the place rambling. Right, you're well, just that's rambling. Where my head you're goes. all over the place, but yeah. And yeah, so you, you kind of tell me some things, but then you go right to another topic. But I have and yet then you to come do. Back. 
I've yet to do the 24, so I don't know quite what that level of tiredness is. So (laughs) there's, so in that documentary that happened a couple of years ago, they're like interviewing me after the race. And I remember at one point they had asked me a question. I don't recall. And I just talked for like five minutes. And then I was like, what was the question again? And I remember my friend and I rewatched this doc a couple months before ADU to like get pumped up. And it comes to that part where they're giving my after race interview. And I'm like, is that a turkey feather in my hair? Like, where did it come from? And like, that's the level of like, you're rambling. You like, you don't, it just comes with like the lack of sleep and the running and nobody that, told yeah. you you had a turkey feather in your hair. No, they must have been no. like, "This is gold content. We got to keep it in here." <laughs> yeah, that's something you would do too. <laughs> so, Hannah, we're a storytelling podcast, and we'll get right to your like. Erica will ask you after this, "What's your story?" When yeah, we kind of but you're talking we skipped about the- right over that. We got right into the anchor down yeah. stuff, but. <laughs> But I don't want to go there yet. We're talking about the doc, and I want to hear the story about the documentary in the finish line. The the being unprepared. The whole doc was, it was a really cool experience. But the whole time I was also kind of like, why do you want me to do this? Like, you know, like you have Paul and Chris who are these crazy people. And I'm just like, I'm just over here kind of well, like. You were one of the, like the very few women who have actually gone the hundred mile distance at Anchor Down. That is how incredibly difficult this race is in the heat of the summer. I mean, they don't make it easy for you. So being one of those legendary women, I applaud you, my friend, because that is incredible, <laughs> incredible work. I'm terrified of that. I, it's just- it was it was it was like a good day it was at that whole thing like I sit and like I get that people are like holy shit like you ran 100 miles at ADU in less than 24 hours like that's amazing I'm like yeah it is really amazing but I'm like it's just I don't it's cool but I feel like it gives me like this credential that I don't deserve because I'm like not I don't know. I'm not I'm just I don't consider myself like a really good ultra runner. I'm just like I just like fucking around in the woods and like <laughs> I wore Crocs for like three of those laps at the hundred mile. Like I should not have gotten to a hundred miles because I put those Crocs on and like that gives no. me hope on <laughs> because I did um hamster wheel last year and I had like clogs on for some of them. They were like the UFOs <laughs> clogs, which is basically the same thing. So if you can do it in, in cross, yes, it's, there's it's hope for possible. Me, so. Good, good, good. Yes. Because I remember I put them on and someone was like, my crew told me this after they were like, oh, there was some, some woman in the crowd that was like, oh, that's a shame. She could have had it. But <laughs> I put my cross on. Just and there was a girl this year that her name was Gwen. I I think she got 75 miles. Oh, she's so cute. So sweet. She did a great job. And she, I saw her running and she was running in, well, she was walking in slides. And then she ran in them. And I was like, girl, I ran in Crocs a couple of years ago and I got shit for it. So hell yeah. She she ran in like in athletic slides. I was like, this is a new. This Breaking is a, the a stereotypes. Yeah. You don't need hokas. <laughs> nope. <laughs> So That's when fantastic. they were recording the documentary, you ran across. So when they were recording that documentary, what were you wearing on your feet when you crossed the finish line? 
I I was wearing nothing. I was barefoot. I it, in the chaos of you know the documentary people trying to get everything and you know you never know when somebody's going to cross the finish line in an ultra because you could have a loop that takes twenty five minutes and then you could have a loop that takes an hour. Or like last year, I had a loop that took four hours. So they didn't know when I was going to cross the line. So I finished and they they missed recording it. And I don't know where they were or what they were doing, probably paying attention to Chris doing some nuts or whatever. So I went back to my crew. I took my shoes off. I sat down. I started eating whatever they were feeding me. And they came over and asked me to get up and cross the finish line again so that they could get some footage for the documentary. And I I don't know, I, I might have had to do it only one or two extra times, but even that one extra time was too much. So in the dock, it, it's not even my actual crossing the finish line. I have no shoes on. I am hobbling because I sat down and I like, they ruined your was, thought I was done yeah thought I was done moving for the next 48 hours mm-hmm. or so um but I wasn't um so that's like you know you watch the doc and you think everything's like wow that looks so cool like holy cow these people are badass and I'm like nah <laughs> no <laughs> like not at all I hated everything in that moment I was like are you fucking kidding me I just ran for like 22 hours sat down took my shoes off and you want me to do it again. But I did because I was like, okay, sure. Oh my God. I feel for you. I've never had to do that, but I know that the like once you sit down, that's like game over. I know. Those assholes. Terribly. <laughs> the documentary came out fantastic. I've watched it too. <laughs> we'll have to share it. Eric. The doc is great. Absolutely. I'll put it in oh, the show yeah. notes. Yeah. All right, Hannah, we totally glazed over your initial, like, kind of how you got into running story. So do you want to share any of that with us? Oh, um, I just guess life, you could just from, get into, like, yeah. Like, what did the, you do growing up? The real uh, basics. <laughs> yeah. I played the I clarinet, like, whatever, you know. <laughs> oh, my God, I did play the clarinet. I'm so not did even I. <laughs> did you really? Yeah. Oh, Yeah. My poor mom, like, and like you had, like, you had the reed that got all spitty, and then you had yep. to like pull that little that tool thing with the little squeegee yes. through your clarinet. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Did you play clarinet, clarinet or the I can't say no. I did. I'm not musically inclined, sadly. <laughs> I was not either. <laughs> not. I didn't not say we're good. To play, yeah. I could probably yeah. break out three blind mice on a recorder, but that's about it. Yeah. Hot cross yeah. buns, maybe. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. more like it. Yep. That's like three notes. <laughs> yeah, literally. Tell I, uh, us about I yourself. Where are you from? To give us give us all the juicy details of your life. Um, I live a pretty boring life. I mean, like, you know, when people are like, how do you get into running? I was like, I honestly have I didn't make the volleyball team in high school. <laughs> And I, I started cross country and I was not good. <laughs> and I did track and I was okay. And then I stopped running until I graduated college. And I was like, I'm getting chonky. So I started running again because I was like, I'm going to lose. 
I know college. Yeah. I, I had like that, like you were 21, you're like senior year. And I like, all I could do was eat and I could drink beers. And I was like, I had the time of my life. And then I was like, Oh God, that freshman 15 stuck around. And yeah, so <laughs> that was my deal too. Yeah. And you're like, Oh gosh, like you're not like, once you're in the big kid world and you're sitting at a desk all day and you're like, Oh yeah. All right. So I was like, I'm going to start running again. And I ran and I couldn't run a mile because I, I don't know. I was, yeah, it was, it was hard. And, uh, I, then it just kind of escalated. I did a half marathon. I did a, mar- I did one marathon and I hated it. And af- I hated it. I just hated that I had to run the whole time. <laughs> and I just remember afterwards. My partner and I went to this hole-in-the-wall Chinese bar and got drunk. And I was like, what can I do next? So, of course, I Google, like, more marathon or whatever it was in my gin and tonic-induced state. And I was like, cool, I can run for six hours. I'm like, I'm going to do that. I'm going to run for six hours. And I signed up for ADU six hours. So that's where it started. Was that your very first ultra was the six hour ADU? Did you start from its very first year, like its very like inception year or did you, when did you start it? I I think I was the year after. So I was what, like 2016, 17, I think. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I did the six hour. Then the next year I did the 12 hour. And then the year after that, I did the 24. <laughs> so you did the natural I, progression of it. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. And then I've just been doing the 24 ever since and be like, all right, like, let's fuck around and find out. Like, let's see what, what can happen. Like, you know, yeah. I think you'll get smarter, but you don't. <laughs> well, that's one of our favorite favorite phrases these days is fuck around and find out. <laughs> I think you were saying yeah. fool around and find out last time and. We're just trying to keep it PG. I did. Nah. I did. What oh. did I say that? Oh, yeah. We're talking about John and his girlfriend. His relationship. Fool around and find out. Yeah. <laughs> uh. That was my whole thing this year was. It's in a song. That's why it was in my head. It's in some song. Fool around. Now or... I can't think. Now I can't think about it. Damn. It's just somewhere I saw it. Probably we'll, just We'll figure Instagram it out. We'll put that on the side note. <laughs> we'll Google later. <laughs> Well, that was like my whole thing for ADU this year was my sister had well, around me fuck this- around and find out. That was your whole thing. No, I'm just no. <laughs> it was shake my tiny fist. <laughs> there was like my sister follows this really cute like Instagram account called like Zeppelin Moon or something, and she sent me one of their posts, and it was this little sloth, and it was like a saying saying that like. He wants to shake his tiny fist, like, you know, fall down, get back up again, show why you assholes, why, admire his wings, and do it all over again. And I had said to my girls, like, that's what I want to do. Because when I, my sister sent that to me, I was like, that, it resonated with me. And I was kind of like, if that's not like ultra running, what is? Like, you're, you're so mad that you're running for six hours, 12 hours, 24 hours. You're like, I hate this. This sucks. Technically, you did it to yourself, but you know, you get back up like you're just trying to survive. And at the end of it, you admire what you did. 
And then you're like, all right, yeah, let's do that again. So that was my, my ADU 2023. Um, I have a little reusable cup. And each year we write a quote on it from ADU. And that this year's was shake my tiny fist. I love it. So, yeah. <laughs> it is a cute account. I'm looking for it. It reminds me of Eric Carlisle. Do you know who Eric Carlisle is? Yes. A little because yes. I am very caterpillar. Yeah. I haven't yeah. thought of him yeah. in a long the, the drawings, time. The very, very hungry caterpillar. Yes. Mm-hmm. The drawings mm-hmm. remind me of that. And I'm trying to find yeah, it. Like, I'll find it later. But yeah, Eric, I just sent you the profile. So I'll look later. <laughs> yeah. It's super cute. Super cute. But very Zeppelin whimsical. Mood. Yeah. Very, very whimsical. Very funny. Sometimes you're just like, what does, like, what is even happening? Like, I reposted one the other day that was like, socks are for losers. <laughs> and I was like, no offense if everybody likes socks, but I am notoriously a barefoot person. So socks. socks are for I won't yeah. I don't know if I'll go barefoot, but I love like flip flop sandals, just like letting my feet breathe. I, maybe it's just because I have very, very sweaty feet. <laughs> That's probably <laughs> really gross and nobody needs to know that, but socks suck. It's fine. So are you are you no socks when you run in your sneakers or No, I'm not that psycho. No. <laughs> I'm not that psycho. No, crocs only. I but I did I didn't wear socks with my crocs. So I'm not so I was kind of, I was barefoot in my Crocs, but I wear socks when I run, but I go through them really fast. I wear features and like, I don't know if I just run weird, but like I always get a little, a little hole in my big toe. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. And then my mom told me, she was like, you know, features have like a lifetime replacement policy. And I was like, I bet you features takes the used socks and then like sell them. <laughs> God, Anna. <laughs> I know. I I've got features. Say, I'm like, are you, they, there's some you, weird people out there. We've talked about we this have before. Talked about it. If you, okay. if you're going to take them up on their like free like replacement offer, they're going to go out of business. Yeah, I know. I was like, all right, I'll just throw them out. I guess. Erica is an ambassador for a sock company, Pro Compression. Pro Compression. And yeah, those she, long socks. Yep. Yeah, when she first became an ambassador. Something clicked in the algorithm and all these dudes, the the weirdos come out of the woodwork. Oh my God. It would be like user four, five, six, ABC, whatever weird names would reach out DM. They would slide into her DMS and they would say, Hey, if I pay you, you know, X amount of dollars, will you send me your sweaty socks? That that could have been a really lucrative business. Like I'm I'm kind of sad. I didn't. (laughs) To take people yeah. on that. They're like, I'll give you 300 bucks for like dirty socks. And I was like, hmm? <laughs> kind you of, but no, like, like, oh, I don't, I don't want to be that, that person. Like, that's, <laughs> I, yeah, I have a friend who always says, feet aren't free. So, <laughs> only fans, <laughs> only feet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. So that's what it started at the Anchor Down six hour race is kind of the first big one outside of the marathon that you hated. What was after that? Mm. After the 86 hour? Because you have a lot of medals back there behind you. Like where oh, have you earned all yeah. that? Um honestly, yeah, I don't know. I guess there's I'll some ultras like I, I, <laughs> like I don't, where did those? He's come gonna from? look those at my ultra sign up. Right? 
He's going to go stalking I'll, I'll, I'll you. Tell you. <laughs> I right. really only run Anchor Down now. I like, and I ran Ethan Allen a couple of times, but I like haven't even done that many ultras, which is weird when people are like, wow, you're a, a pretty decent ultra runner. And I'm like, dude, I don't like do much. Just like I run, run on my own. Yeah. I just like in terms, and like sometimes I'm just like, <laughs> I break it down. I'm like, all right, if I'm going to run this race, like how much am I paying per mile? Because there's some really cool races out there, but I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to pay $300 to run whatever, 50 miles. I'm like, that's silly. I'm going to go in my backyard and do it. Like, I don't need your metal or your aid station. Like, I got you know, how you, I got a boyfriend for that. Is that how you do most of your training? Like, you'll just, like, I have such a hard time with those long distances. Like, if I don't have a friend who wants to run those miles with me, I am, like, finding any excuse in the book to say no I'm not gonna do it so like the other day I had I had a 33 miler to do and I it luckily lined up where I found like a 50k up in Maine to do and but if I didn't have that I was not going to I was probably gonna like crap out and not do it so like you will Mm. actually do it on your own like is there a special place that you like to go or is it are we talking literally like around your backyard are you one of those people (laughs) Backyard also. Yeah, like, well, actually, right behind my house is like a new development and it's perfectly a quarter mile. So I will go back there and just like run in circles. Oh, that's like so many circles. Some miles, but like, you know, it's a nice, nice little thing. But yeah, I do. I do a majority of my training alone, which can get like, super lonely sometimes because the ultra community is so so friendly Mm -hmm. and like so nice and they're always willing to like run with you or you know you make friends at races and then like stalk them on social media and whatever but like yeah I, I mostly run by myself and if I have a long run sometimes I'll just be like I'm gonna run to this point and then like I'll have like a friend or like my partner come pick me up and I'll be like all right like I'll run to the brewery mm. and like, I, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's kind of fun. Like, That's probably actually, a better idea. For, <laughs> yeah. I was running. We have this brewery called Black Hat Brew Works, which is 13 miles away from me. So every weekend <laughs> I would run there and I started doing this thing where I was picking up nips along the way, like plastic nips that people like threw out. Oh, oh, you're yeah. like, what do they call it? Plogging? Like you're, uh, I don't know. It's like a. Plogging. I'll have He's to like a nip Google collector that, but... just like our last guest, <laughs> the penny collector. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, I'll keep going. I'll Google that. Later. Yeah. So I, I, I like run like point to point. I run there or like I'll just, you know, when you're struggling with a really long run, you just like make it fun. Like, like how many nips can I pick yeah. up? So I'm like, yeah, I don't mind running for four hours if I'm like, stop. I'm like, ooh, cool. Like this time I got 400 nips. And my, my best friend That's is like, a lot like, of nips to carry. Yeah. And you know, it's where do you cool. hide those? <laughs> I, I literally joking, went joking. on Amazon. No. <laughs> I went on Amazon and I ordered like, like those sports bags that like people put their smelly sport equipment in that's like mesh bags. And I would drop them off along the way on my point to point run and, and my friend would drive and pick them up. And and, yeah, and then we would (laughs) dump them all out. And then we would 
collect data on them. So we have a spreadsheet of my long run nips. My, my <laughs> and uh, we, we have like a list of all the different flavors that I picked up and how many of each flavor and the date that I picked them up. That is like, crazy. So you're, you're. Well, that makes my long runs fun. But you're like, collecting trash. You're finding that many nips. Like, do, will you pick up any other trash too, or is it strictly the nips? I strictly went to nips because it would get out of hand real fast. And when I started doing it, I only had my hydration pack and I found that I could fit a lot of them like in little nooks and crannies. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I smelt like a booze hound. (laughs) So bad. Yeah. Like it's, it smelled pretty bad, but it was, it was strictly nips because it was just, I saw so many of them and they are everywhere. And the thing is, is that I would typically run the same long route every weekend, Saturday and then Sunday. And there would, I would come back the next week, run the same route. And it, there were nips everywhere. It's crazy. Rumple, Rumple Mins. You ever had that? Yep. I never mm-hmm. have, but that is the number one nip that I found. People need to do better. Find a trash can. I know they're probably like, we can't have this in the car though. Gotta get rid of it. Like, don't drink in the car. I don't know. Yeah. Rumple mint so. is not that good, by the way. Um, if I had to choose like a minty drink, it would probably be the Dr. McGillicuddy's if I had to choose. Yeah. But, I didn't even know what it was. I had never heard of it. And I was like, you know, when we were categorizing all these different things, and I was like, what is Rumple mint? Like, what? Why is this a thing? Like, Apparently it's minty. And I was like, mm, okay, fun. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, very weird. So now we have a gigantic trash bag of empty nips. <laughs> oh, you got to do something cool with it. But what? Art? Because they're disgusting. Uh. <laughs> like... Well, first you got to throw them all in the dishwasher. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna melt. Get they're them plastic, off. right? They're gonna melt, oh, yeah. probably. Mm. And some right. of them are like. All right, you got to hand wash them all. Them. Get one of those little things that you clean <laughs> straws with. Like a that baby you, bottle. Those thing? reusable straws, right? Baby bottle yeah. cleaners. Wash everyone. You got to do some display. I mean, you put a week's worth of work into the, oh, they could be like the, the award for another, for like second and third podium finishers at Anchor Down. Here's my trash creation. That could be the, the what, DFL, the DFL, whoever. Yeah. Uh, that, would, oh, that would make people feel bad. I don't know. I might. No, I DFL'd once and I was so happy about it. Well, there we go. We can we can feel, brainstorm some ideas for. <laughs> I feel really stupid here. I, I feel like it has to do with DNF, but what's a DFL? Do you want to take it? Dead fucking last. Dead fucking last. Yeah. You are the last. Oh. But I feel like it's difficult at ADU because if you're the last one, that's technically good. Because Wait. two years, two years in a row, I ran to like the last second. I had like two minutes left. Damn. I'm like, hey, if you're dead fucking last. So that is hard. Place. That is hard when it comes to those timed races. But uh, yeah. we'll we'll figure something out. Maybe we could donate it well, to no, yeah. another race. Technically, DFL is dead fucking last, like your last place. But like Erica was saying, for a timed race, that's difficult because if you're dead last, that's good because you're using up the entire clock. You know. Mm-hmm. Okay, so at anchor down, you'd be the last one to finish. 
Time wise, yeah. So maybe yeah. we could make it into okay. like a, a Stanley Cup looking yeah. nip tower uh, yeah. uh, for yeah. the one who ran out the clock the most. I like that would actually be cool. Well, we've been talking yeah. hockey a lot lately, so I'm gonna have to text Jay and be like, Jay, how do you feel about mm. nips? <laughs> I, I feel like right now, Jay, that does. <laughs> Jay, send us a DM. Tell us how you feel. We'll start a poll. Everyone, how do you feel about nips as an award? A dirty nip, too. Yeah. A like dirty, old. stinky, smelly nip. And my my ADU socks from last year will just go right on top of it. Them over. Cherry on top. Yeah. We've officially, I think we've Off the officially talked about nips more than bloody nips. <laughs> That's one thing I've never experienced is the Speaking bloody of, nips. Oh my god. We All went running the other day. Sorry, Steve. Yeah, we went running the other day with Steve. And at the end, I didn't even notice during the run, just when we stopped, it's like, oh, Steve looked like uh what's the guy's name from the office? Uh Michael, Michael um Scott. Michael Scott. When Michael Scott had the bloody nips draining from his t-shirt after the 5k steve looked like michael after it and it was like whoa fettuccine what happened he goes he goes oh yeah my nips bleed poor guy very very uncomfortable what's up oh i think he did put band-aids or like something and i think he lubes them up too but i don't know he said something didn't work or whatever yeah wow they failed him. Dang. It's all right. It's all right. We named him Mr. 305 like uh, Pitbull, so he's cool. We like Steve. He's a <laughs> big like friend Steve. of the pod. He'll mm-hmm. he'll he'll get a crack out of us talking about him right now. So that would be cool. <laughs> Steve's the man and he's a twin dad just like me. All right. So I asked you about some races. So le- I got one lined up here ready to go. Tell me about your first 50 miler. If your first marathon sucked, how did your first 50 miler go? It was the Stone Cat Trail Race. Yeah, that was fun. I don't remember much about it. It was very cold. I remember that some dude gave me a Reese's Cup when I had like, I don't know, maybe seven miles to go. And that thing saved my life. And I still have that Reese's Cup wrapper. It's like in my shoes up there. I put it in there. I keep the weirdest things from my races. Um, Stone Cat no longer does a 50 miler, I think. What do they do for races? I think they only have the marathon and 50k now, maybe. Isn't our our new Um, buddy, um, Art from the Cultura Trail Running Podcast doing Stone Cat this year? I think it's the same weekend as Hamster Wheel. And I think he said he couldn't do that one because he's doing Stone Cat. That's like November, right? right. Does that sound right? November, right? November. That's got to be it. Was it in the Catskill Mountains? No, it's in Ipswich. Wait, Art that ran the BCT Art? Maybe Art Byram. I think it- Does that sound right? I think I it's know. like Art fucking Byram. Like I don't know. He's one of our new friends. So, <laughs> so you must know Celeste though. Celeste Fong. She's done. Um, she's done. Um, anchor down a bunch. She she had like purple and blue hair this year too. Like. I'm trying to. Okay, it's perfect. This is the it's thing. perfectly split. Purple on one yes. side, blue on the other, and she's super duper cheerful. Oh yeah. Okay. Yes. Here's my problem with Anchor Down. I do know her, but I did not know her by her name. This is what happens: is that I end up, and I feel like such a little jerk because people will say like, "Oh my gosh, you're Hannah, right?" And I'll be like, "Yeah, Hannah," but yeah, <laughs> and. 
Oh, oh we got to talk about that. <laughs> Keep going. We're going to talk about that. <laughs> they'll start telling me like a, a, a story like uh, this ADU um, running along and this kid was like, huh, right? And I was like, oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> You're a local celebrity. <laughs> he told me that last year he was running the six hour and he was really, really sick. And he was like in a really down spot and like not having a good time. And I guess I like stopped and I walked with him and like, I talked to him and like, kind of like gave him some advice or something. Mm -hmm. And then like, I went on my merry little way and he was like, I can't, I can't remember if he was, I don't even know his name. I feel so bad. <laughs> But he was either doing the 6 or the 12, and, like, I gave him a little pep talk, and then I saw him this year, and he was either doing the 12 or the 24. Like, he had bumped up in distance, mm -hmm. and he felt sick again, and he was like, he was like, I I don't feel good, but last year, you talked to me, and, like, we walked together, and blah, 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 and I gave him a little bit more advice on what to do, because he wasn't feeling good, and I was like, hit the reset button, like, have some water, whatever, but... So these people will talk to me or say something or or tell me a story or or whatever, and I just like I won't get their names, and I'll be like I know this person, like I I'll see them, I'm like oh this person had the purple shorts or like Celeste, I was like of course I like I knew her her hair, like I saw her a bunch of times or like you know there was uh I forget his name too, I called somebody the Virgin because last year. <laughs> And the year before, he had, like, paced his friend through the 24, and now he was running the 24 for the first time. Again, don't remember his name, but I was like, oh, the Virgin, cool, like, how are you doing? <laughs> like, but you just see these people over and over again, and, like, yeah, I'm either I'm really bad with names or I'm just a little butthead, but, like... <laughs> that's you part, know, that's so part of it, though, like, it's half the time like it's dark for most of the race like you don't even get to really see people out there so I, I mean plus you're focused and I, I totally get it it's it's hard to plus being tired I, I'm giving you all the excuses because I feel them too it's the same with Erica because people might not know her name but they know her as the runner with the sparkly skirt Mm -hmm. yep exactly yeah and it's like people won't know your name so if they see you like on Facebook commenting on something or whatever like like I've seen your name a bunch of times on the ADU mm -hmm. post but I did not put mm -hmm. you as this social media person together with you as sparkle skirt you know ultra Barbie right. like so it's like there's your two different people there's your ultra persona or your like ultra -sina. like you know how people yeah. have personas yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like an ultra ultra persona and then there's like your real life person mm -hmm. personality so it's like yeah you meet these people but you don't actually you meet them for those 12 hours or those 24 hours or whatever and then you may never talk to them again until the next ADU or the next race or, or whatever right. yeah that reminds weird. me of so um the volunteers um some of our favorites are Zach and Ainsley and Tammy they did like the the one 1 a.m to like 9 a.m shift and I didn't know their names so we were calling Zach juice box guy because he kept shoving juice boxes <laughs> in my hand and it, like that saved my race but but I mean the nicknames you give people are half the time better <laughs> better and it keeps you preoccupied you're like yeah juice box guy you're awesome <laughs> so. they do yeah yeah there was a a guy at north point i have no idea what 
maybe his name is Steve. I don't know, but we kept we we kept exchanging jokes, and I would tell him the the start of a joke, and then I'd run a loop, and then I would tell him like the punchline of a joke, and I'd run a loop. I don't know his name, but I was like, yeah, I gotta like do another loop because I gotta tell this guy. Like, was it this year? Because I, I feel like Steve was yeah. one of them. Because I go like, hey, what's up? I'm Barbie, and he goes, oh, I'm Alan, and I was like, Alan, and he's like, no, I'm Steve, and I was like, wait a second, he like gets screwed with my head, like, I'm like, what is your actual name? So I feel like that's the same guy. He had that personality that was just like, yes, you're fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna like yes, seeing you every yes. app. I think he, I th- think he also saw me throw up Burger King chicken nuggets twice. Oh shit! And oh. like, gave me a good thumbs up about it. And I was like, hell yeah, <laughs> that's a good. You had a story. story. <laughs> yeah, you had a story. You told me about you puking or something when there was like just normal people driving around Colt State Park, <laughs> and they're like, Damn. Oh yeah. my god, who's this <laughs> random person puking all over the park? <laughs> I like I have no so I was I've like never thrown up during running like I've never pushed myself that hard for like the last three years at ADU I have thrown up and it's always like just weird like when I did the hundred miler the person I was running with uh Dave who is also uh, a volunteer now at ADU he was like hit the reset button I was like okay I had eaten a pint, a full pint of blueberries, which don't do it. Um, so I hit the reset button, a lot of blueberries, hit the reset button, threw them all up, made blueberry jam, crossed the line. And then my pacer was the, I had met her online. I'd never met this woman in my life. She had never run an ultra, like had never paced an ultra, had never run anything like longer than a 20 miler. She picked me up, got ready to pace me, and I was like, hey, I just threw up a pint of blueberries, so this is not going to be good. <laughs> like, this year, I ate a eight-pack of chicken nuggets from Burger King, <laughs> and I had, like, been struggling with eating for whatever reason. I think it was because I ate, like, the equivalent of, like, three apples or something. I was, oh. don't eat fruit. I don't know what, whatever. So I'm like... You know, running along, and I'm telling my pacer, I'm like, I don't like feel that great. Like, I don't know if this is gonna go well. And at ADU, there's a part after you cro- you're running next to the ocean where you go up this little hill, which is like Mount Everest, the grass. and then you, yeah, and then you cross the road, and then you're on the grass median, and then you cross the road again. And it just happened at that time. We're walking up that hill, and I was like, Liz, that's my pacer. I was like this is happening, girl. And she's like, all right, let's go. So at the, <laughs> in the median, we cross the road. I get on my hands and knees and I just throw up like four chicken nuggets. And like this Cold State Park is open. It is an active park and there are people driving. It's a beautiful day. People are driving in and out of this park and they just see this girl, you know, no shirt. I have a sports bra, but no shirt. I mean, these purple shorts that have cows and chocolate milk on them. And I'm on my hands <laughs> and knees throwing up Burger King chicken nuggets. And I, I might have been Steve, who was the crossing guard at that point, or somebody else who was equally comfortable with this, because I look up at him and I'm like, hey, how do I look? <laughs> and there's like drool coming from my face, like there's bits of chicken nugget in my teeth, and he was like, I was like, all right, cool. So I got up, 
crossed the road that he was like the crossing guard of, got down the other side and I was like, oh, it's happening again. Oh. <laughs> and I the rest of my chicken nuggets again while cars are oh. going by. And I was like, you know what? This is, this is me in my natural habitat. Like, I have some friends that call me a gremlin and I'm like, if you, yeah. I am a gremlin. This is my gremlin moment. (laughs) This is not a hot girl summer. This is a gremlin girl era. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh, Hannah. (laughs) I feel bad that that happened, but it's a great story. Oh no. It was hilarious. Like, uh, and that's the thing is that like, I think the best thing about ultra running is that you lose all humility of yourself. Like, I have told complete strangers the last time I pooped because I'll be like, hey, I haven't pooped in four hours. Like, should I be concerned? Like, you know, like you just lose. It's just we're like, all in the same boat. Everybody's got yeah, the same thought. So it's exactly. you found your people like ultra runners are your people. Right. <laughs> right. I'm like, if I can like pick you up around mile 50 and we can like share some miles together and talk about what our body parts are chafing most. And then like. Like, I remember on my first six hour, you know, I'm, I'm a little ultra baby and I was 24, maybe 24. I don't know. I was young. I was considered young for the ultra, you know, ultra runners are usually 30 plus. I think the majority mm-hmm. is like 40 plus. So I was like this little ultra baby. No idea. Didn't lube my butt crack. <laughs> Did not do it at all. And so I'm like. Know, running along, I I meet up with these I, again. Don't know their names. These two wonderful women who were doing a bunch of ultras together. I think they wanted to do like one in every state. I will never see them again in my life. <laughs> and they were. I was. They asked how I was doing. You know the typical race chatter. What are you doing? Like how many races? Blah blah blah. And I was like, oh, this is my first one. And they're like, how are you feeling? And I was like, it's a little, it's a little painful. Like I'm alright. And they're like, oh, like did you lube? And I was like. <laughs> no <laughs> and uh they they literally we finished the loop together and this woman literally gave me her squirrel nut butter and was like you put this everywhere and I was like, okay I found out after it was too late too little too late but I was like these are the kind of people you need in your life the ones that are like you know what lube your butt crack like if, <laughs> that is if, a- I, if my not tell me to lose my butt crack. I do not want you. <laughs> All right, listeners, super important lessons here. Lube your butt crack. <laughs> oh, like that is when people are doing their first long distance. That is the one yes. I I learned my lesson. It was not. I mean, I kind of learned my lesson, but that's what I was more lube, 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 yep, lube, yep. lube, <laughs> lube your butt crack. Yeah, or else your poop is gonna hurt. If you're going to use body glide, body glide always goes on before. Do not try that afterwards because that is the worst pain. It is indescribable how painful that is because that has that's like not the all natural shit. That's like the shit that's going to burn. No. Your skin's going to burn. I switched to bag bomb oh. and it's it like we look like we own a farm because we go into CVS or like farmer supply and it's like, yeah, I want the huge tub of bag bum. Oh, look at this tiny cute one that I can carry on the go in my pocket. Just like, refill it. There we go. 
Yeah. And then you're like, well, you need the bag bomb for your body. <laughs> and then you need the bag bomb that's specifically for your unmentionables. Like you need multiple containers. Don't give me the butt bag bomb. I need the body bag bomb. <laughs> like Making notes. I'm going to look this stuff up. Oh, she likes the desitin, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, we mentioned Celeste and Art, right? And when we were on their pod, they told us, so desitin or any type of baby diaper rash cream I'm a fan of after, if you chafe, put it on where you chafed when you go to bed and it's better the next day. They told me a little insider tip that I'll share with you. They said if you do like a 50-50 split of diaper rash cream, which comes on thick, and Vaseline... <laughs> The first poop is free. <laughs> the first. You can shit your pants and you don't have to worry I about I like chafing. that. I like that a lot. <laughs> they have some good knowledge over there. Cause so the yeah, Culture Trail Running Podcast. Um all I know is Celeste, Art, and Fred uh, were the ones who like normally do it and we got to meet. Um they run well, she was at Anchor Down, yeah. Regan. Um but I don't know if she's if she's a regular on the show. Um, but they they do they do ultras oh, constantly, and so they just have so like I was picking up like little niblets of knowledge too, because I I'm I still haven't done very many of these. Like I've done four or five. Like, but yeah, yeah. The the more knowledge, it's the better. Do them like every weekend, and I'm like, kudos John. to you. <laughs> We just I talked like, to this guy, just, John, who who does like he'll do hundred milers like every weekend. He's freaking mm-hmm. batshit, but we love you. We love how you do guys. you afford that though? Like I'm like, do you know how like like gosh, I gotta eat, man. Like I can't. That's why I do my backyard ones. I'm like, all right. Like, mm-hmm. Well, we learned. Have you ever heard of food. a fat ass? Have you ever heard of a fat ass? Yeah, race? doesn't Tark do those? Probably the trail animals, right? Um, I'm new to this. Like, I I totally don't know who who around here does that. But if anybody, it's probably them. (laughs) Patrick would know. Patrick Karen. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Patrick would know. Yeah, and you like bring food like a potluck. Yeah, like a potluck. So so fun. We got to find something around here. I got to write that down again. Yeah, I have heard of those a couple of times. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I should do that because. I would love to race more and like I all it's so hard with training to be like I'm only training for one event and people who don't who aren't familiar with ultras would be like oh how long have you been training for this race and I'm like dude like seven months (laughs) and if you're putting in all that time training you should be able to like stack you know what I mean like oh I'm I'm doing like three within three months because I just put in a buttload of time like trying to get here yep that's that's kind of what I did this year yeah you that you know what the three you two have something in common with Courtney you did three or more (laughs) you did the hat trick oh well Hannah wait Hannah were you talking I've never done a hundred miler that's on my to-do list I want to run like a legit she's run a hundred but not at a not, when you did not the like a 20, fixed yeah. distance, right? You did the timed. So yeah, I still I did, count yeah, it. I, did. I still I, count it. I still, yeah, I count it too. I still think it's a hundred. So anchor down. How many twenty fours have you done? Maybe five. And have you hit hundred every time? No, I've only hit it once. So freaking hard. The one, the one time in the dock, the, the documentary time. was. So you no, did the it dock. I didn't even hit a hundred. I hit a hundred in twenty nineteen. Yeah. Okay. And that's like, it's so hard, at least for me, but I think it's because, and Chris 
literally says this in the doc where he's like, Hannah could be a much better runner. And he's right because I am the laziest hundred miler you will ever meet. Like people are like, wow, you must have a crazy diet. You must run a ton. And I'm like, I, at this last ADU, I think I got away with running maybe like a hundred and something miles a month once at my like if you look at my Garmin or my Strava it's like I did one mile in December and I think between one literally one mile and between like December and in March I don't think I went above like 50 miles a month like I like I've only hit 100 once and it's because I'm lazy and I like put in the work but I don't put in the work that like like a lot of runners do. Like I kind of feel bad because I'm like, I kind of like get lucky. <laughs> like I, I mean, I put in the work and it's hard, but I'm not out there. Like, you know, I know people who are logging like 70 mile weeks for, for marathons, mm-hmm. not even ultra marathons. Yeah. I'm like, dude, yeah. no, chill out. You know, you know what I like to do? Back to back long runs. And then I'll like, I don't know, like five miles once or twice during the week. <laughs> Anna, you're my people. You are my people. <laughs> yeah, no, I just like I'm captain. Know, what can I do to get out of this run? Uh, <laughs> that's why I'm like, all right. If somebody keeps me accountable, that's how I'm gonna do it. So, yeah, I, that is the way. So you're Hana. Yeah. H a n n a, not yeah. Hannah. It's Hana. No. My sister no. is Hannah, and she spells it the same way as you. So, does my sister pronounce her name wrong? Do you pronounce yes. your name correct? How yes. did um, your parents decide on Hana? And you're like <laughs> you you said earlier before we recorded. You're kind of it's like Han Solo. You're Hana Solo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 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 Hana is technically like I went to Iceland and everybody said my name correctly. I went to Hawaii uh-huh. and everybody said my name correctly. So I it's like a I don't know why it's a Hawaiian thing, but it's apparently like a very European name. Like in Iceland, they're like, oh, yeah, Hannah. And I'm like, the heck? Because, and I blame this also on Hannaford's, the grocery store, because I think it's actually Hannaford's because I think Hannaford's is like from, I don't know, Europe or Germany or something. But H-A-N-N-A is like German, Icelandic, Swedish, and they will pronounce it like like Hana. And H-A-N-N-A-H is a very Americanized uh-huh. version. And my mom literally named it, I think, to rhyme with my sister, who is Brianna. So I think she was just like, Brianna and Hannah would sound weird. So I'm, Hana, <laughs> like, mom, because my life is ruined. Like, I... There are people that I have known for like a decade who will still say Hannah. And actually at ADU this this year, the announcer, wonderful woman, like did a great job. Like very she was very enthusiastic. But I just she, ran into her. Did you? Well keep going. I did. She was she was doing it at my triathlon in the middle of New Hampshire. She gets around. Did she, job? Did she make a job out of that? She must have. Yeah, apparently. What? Okay, that's cool. First of all, I'm in the wrong industry. <laughs> like, I finished the mar- the triathlon, and I'm like, this. Her voice sounds so familiar, and she's standing right next to me. I go, 
were you at Anchor Down last week? And she goes, yeah. That's because you were listening to her for so 12 hours. The, the yeah, day, I, know. So. I know. I know. I know. I know. I was supporting Ultra Barbie. She goes, oh, I loved her. She was amazing. Uh, she does live in Rhode Island. So I think she stays in Rhode Island, but they were doing timing for Trek, uh, tr- Try Trek events or whatever. The, the company that put on the race director who put on the race, I did. Wow. That's a, I, I can't sh- remember her name, but I was like, oh, you're so awesome. She is. I don't know how she keeps enthusiasm like that for so long, but she said my name wrong. Oh, did she? Oh, she says your name wrong. That's right. That's, where, like, that's how like we got on. Five here. loops. And I remember saying my crew, I'm like, well, I'd be a total asshole if I correct her on my name. But I was like, but I can't do this for 24 hours, especially towards the end game where I'm like turning cranky. I'm like, I'll, I'm going to turn around at this woman at like hour 20 and be like, it's fucking Hannah. So I was like, I'm just going to tell her now. (laughs) So I didn't. She was like, oh my gosh, I totally knew that. But like everybody, everybody calls me Hannah because that's just because of your sister probably. (laughs) I was trying not to because I remember like I, you were there my first year and I remember Jay, I think he was talking about you or maybe it was last year with the uh, nice awards and he, he made sure to, he makes sure to say your name. Right. So, so I'm like, (laughs) I know it's a ton of, so I got to keep making, it's like a double check though. I'm like, I don't want to fuck it up. I don't want to, I'm not going to do it. (laughs) That's what you should say. Like, like Han Solo. (laughs) There you go. <laughs> We're gonna have to make a T-shirt. We'll make an OTR T-shirt. We could we could do this one day, right? It's and that T-shirt Hannah. can say it. Yeah. That's right. Han H A N Ah. Spelling it out with the pronunciations. Ah, right, we'll have to make that T-shirt for you. We'll bring it to anchor down. We got. I got a cricket <laughs> machine now. Oh no! It's gonna happen. Now, so. Maybe your crew can wear it. It's so gonna happen. Stuck I'm gonna it. do it. I'm gonna do it. Talk about your crew. Who is your crew when you do these races? Um, so my crew chief is my best friend, Joe. Um, they have been crewing me for like a while. Like, and, like they have seen me in some real shitty sh- Like you, you were talking about yelling during ultras. One time I was doing a 12-hour tr- a track ultra and I didn't want to eat a Milano cookie that Joe was trying to get me to eat. And I yelled in this tiny little truck, I don't want to eat the fucking cookie. I'm like, laugh it out of person. Yeah. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like I'm terrible. Um, so I have Joe and then my family come all the time and my partner, um, Joe and my partner do the overnights usually, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. they keep me alive. Uh, Joe is the one that keeps track of my, my nip collection. And the coolest thing is like, this dude gets all the data, all like all the data. It is so neat. Like we have the amount of times that I like pooped or peed. Like that's like, like I will literally, like, like... Eric, have we reached that level of friendship yet? No, we got some work to do. Okay. We just don't have a spreadsheet yet, but we can work on it. Yeah, it's. I literally will. I'll be like, "Hey, it poops." It was a good. You know one. how? You know how in Reach the Beach in the Ragnar races they put the kill counts. Yeah, you could do. So you could do poop counts. We'll do that this year. The we cold got ground that. count. Yeah, poop it's count. important, especially when you're running for that long. Like, like I had a year where I didn't pee. I think it was last year. I didn't pee for like 
11 hours and I was like drinking liquids. Yeah. I actually, I got KO'd a little bit last year. I had like a four hour lap because oh, I got, no. peeing. um, yeah. So I, I tell Joe now every time I pooped and I even like during my regular runs, uh, God love them because I don't know how many of my poop selfies they have. Like when I'm on a long run, everybody's been there and you're like, I need mm, some. Yep. Here we go. And I will find a spot and I'll just, I'll squat down and just take a little selfie and I send it to Joe. I'm like, Could it- yeah. So the, I, and every time they'll make a comment on, you know, like I'm, I went, uh, I traveled to Ohio and in a, in a cornfield. <laughs> I was like, nobody's gonna find you in there, so you're good. You got the yeah. Coverage. Someone, so- like somebody is gonna be, you know, peeling the corn off there and be like, ah, oh, shit, I got the shitty one. <laughs> Husking the corn. Sorry, guys. Yeah, so I like, I they probably have an entire album on their phone of just like. You know, like in Betty's. We need out. the photos <laughs> for the uh, for the Instagram. That will be our oh, yeah. Photo. <laughs> there's, there's, and I look so happy in all of them. And every time they're like, <laughs> they, they will. So when I do my really hot point to points in the summer, uh, they will meet me halfway and like refill water and stuff like that. And all the time, <laughs> they'll text me before they leave their house. Need a baby wipe <laughs> because I'll like text them like, hey. I made it to the, you know, the six mile mark and then I had to poop in the, this person's backyard. Like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> terrible. I was terrible. Like, I, I, and this is the thing. I'm like, if I can't talk to you about this, like, do, do you really, like, want to be on my crew? Like, Joe has touched my feet, has lubed my butt crack, has counted the times I've pooped, have like, like, I... <laughs> they're keepers they're keepers yeah I and 100% and I tell that to like you know that's the thing where people say like how can you do these things and for me half of it is like I do some of the work but if I didn't have my crew I would be like not having fun you know and it it's they keep you alive and also they keep other people alive because since I hit this point where I'm like, people know me from the dock and stuff. Mm-hmm. Random people will come up to me and start asking for advice or whatever. And I'll be like, hey, go to my crew. Like, we have a five-hour energy. Like, Joe can pop your blisters. Like, <laughs> so I will send random people. And I'll be like, you know, look for the tall person. They're probably wearing a hat and a red sweatshirt. Like, tell them I sent you. And, like, Joe has popped, like, random people's blisters. Like, uh, I I have given away so many of like my bag bomb or like five hour energies or whatever because I'm like, well, this person needs them. I'm like, here, go go tell my crew. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's fantastic. Are you gonna be yeah, there next year? Because cool. I gotta meet like everybody in that same setting. So if you guys are there, yeah, you let yeah. us know. They'll yeah, they'll be there. Like we got a whole little. Joe's got like an entire rollable bag that like they got. Uh, the diabetic testing strips mm-hmm. is that what it is? So that so that you when you poke your finger and take insulin because they read that it's a perfect way to pop blisters. So they like li- wow. they went out and got these, and it is they did it to my feet this this year after the race and like you don't even know perfect perfect way to pop blisters. Never would have yeah, thought of I that. I didn't even know. Yeah, diabetic yeah. strips, huh? 
Yeah, the little testing pokey things. Okay. Yeah. Blisters. So smart. Erica, your next blister, don't pop it. Wait, we're going to go get one of these strips and we're going to content. You have to buy it beforehand. <laughs> I will stock up because, yeah, my I have a hundred coming up in like two and a half weeks, and I will make sure to have it's plenty so of those. Close. It's so close. Do you want to borrow Joe? <laughs> Joe, you want it? Well, it's in Virginia. How is he willing to travel? Well, I got my boyfriend. Yeah. I'm going to drag him around. Hopefully, he can find something to Joe, do. Joe, but... name your price. Oof. <laughs> I right like they could literally make like a, a killing off this I'm like you know how many people want like you'll touch my feet like it's hard come to find on. somebody like, who will do that like I don't even want to touch my own feet when they're like gross right. and disgusting especially right. blistery and ugh, a rare yeah. breed a very rare breed yeah like- if you're looking for a guy like Joe you can find him at onlyfeet.com <laughs> we'll set it up We'll get the website going and rolling, and uh, <laughs> we'll sell socks on it too. Dirty oh my socks. <laughs> my features. We could make a real. This could be something. This could be something, girls. Oh good yeah. lord! You're Only you could be the brains behind it, and I'll just run, and you can have my socks out. Okay. It's the easy part. I'll, I'll do all the exercises. Because you code, Kana, right? You could make us a website. There you go. I could. That's right. We got a whole team. Yep. You got- oh, this episode turned. <laughs> we now have a new business idea, guys. Ooh, yes. Stay tuned for. Yeah. No, don't. <laughs> Tell us about what you do for work, actually, because didn't you have a job and you quit that job to start coding, but you didn't know how to code. You just kind of figured it out on your own, right? And I think, is it your own business? So, yeah, COVID, man. I I have a business degree. So I, I went to school, did that whole thing. COVID came around. I was miserable at my job. I really had no idea what I was doing with my life. You know, that whole midlife crisis at the age of 29 or whatever. And yeah, I I quit my full-time job and I have a mentor who I actually met running a Ragnar. Met him online. They needed one more person for their Ragnar team. And I was like, here I go. So I, I met them through running and they were like, I will mentor you in software development. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay. So I spent two years using all online free resources and meeting with my mentor and becoming a software developer. And we started our freelance business, Greenfield Development. Um, We both have full-time jobs, which I got mine last October. And then I poached my mentor. (laughs) I got hired by this company and I was like, hey, we need a senior developer. Do you want to come work with me? So now I work full time with my mentor and we do our freelance business on the side. And uh, we are actually working on a mobile app that like just for fun that we want to turn into like for crews and for runners when they're doing ultras to keep track of like what you're doing. Of your at poops and your peas. Yes. Ex- there oh, is yes. a poop and a pee part too. But like just keeping track of everything you're doing, like uh, the calories you're drinking, like making any like changes, like you change your socks there or like, oh, their right knee hurts or, oh, they haven't pooped in 
five hours. Like, so we're doing, we're working on a mobile app um, to do something like that. that? Can, yeah. Can the poop sold. chart be brought? Can the poop chart be brought to you by on the runs? Yeah. We will totally <laughs> sponsor like, that. You, Fuck yes. Yeah. Can we pay you to sponsor it or something? Do yeah. you need an investor? <laughs> Yeah, oh, like on the run's poop chart. Like you'll have yes. to like, do like different grades, though, of like you know the the, the poop chart. Like did, there is an actual poop chart. Did you know that? I think I did. Isn't I'm not it surprised. like I forget what it's called, but it like has all the different like Here's shapes weird- and colors and stuff. <laughs> yeah. I know exactly yeah. what you mean. And like doctors and scientists actually use it and there's like a name for the different I've seen this I have yeah. too yes, one of I've them like this. looks like a chocolate bar like a like a <laughs> payday or something with the peanuts yeah. in it and like <laughs> uh-huh so you you guys need to make an on the runs version of that poster and then and sell it like that would be amazing <laughs> oh like God. how Write good it more be. business ideas yes yes write it down Mm-hmm. I write it down after when I'm editing. I'm like, oh, yeah, that was good. I actually <laughs> message myself. I type it to myself in Facebook Messenger. Oh, <laughs> I love it. Here's a good idea. <laughs> like, holy right. yep, that's what I do. In fact, when, I, when I'm listening to this episode while editing it, I will write like some of the bulletin points that I'll put in the post. And then when I go to make the episode post, I'll go back to my messenger to myself i'll scroll up and find it and i'll copy paste edit put emojis in that's how i do it all just all poop (laughs) yeah all poop this one's going to be called hannah littlefield no it's got to be it's fucking hannah (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say this one's gonna be called you know obviously hannah solo but i was gonna say it could be I lost my track of thought here. Sorry. It's only poop, poop charts, and only feet. <laughs> That's going to attract some weirdos. But as long as they that listen. Honestly, that one might, might make your algorithm a little bit weird. <laughs> well, and the funny right. thing was. We welcome it. Before this, when I, I had told my friend, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, my God, I've pooped like six times today, <laughs> which is like. If you're my friend, I pretty. I, if you're my best friend, I tell you every time I poop, and <laughs> I don't know why. I don't. Whatever. I think I have a problem. But then they. So my weird. friend was like, <laughs> right? Like, so my friend was like, "Oh, you have that podcast thing today, right?" I'm like, "Yeah," and I'm really nervous. They were like, "Well, talk about poop," and I was like, "I don't think I can do that." <laughs> I'm like, well, it's in our name, practically. No, it's our name. Does anybody actually want to talk about poop? Like. That was Good. our like okay. driving factor when we first started. We're like, all right, who's got the best poop stories that we can like tap into? Who's got them? <laughs> and every time they come, they come out f- figuratively and literally. Uh, I mean, they they make me laugh. I mean, it's just my favorite. It's my some of my favorite stuff to talk about. Like, who doesn't like to talk <laughs> so, about poop? But yeah, this started. True. This started because we would go on long runs during COVID, and I would always have to poop. And it would be like, Eric gets the runs on the long runs. And I was like, we mm-hmm. need to do a podcast. What's our name going to be? <laughs> and I thought, I thought like, we need to make baby wipes for running. That would be bio, bio de, 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 they would be biodegradable. 
and we'd call it On the Runs. And I'm like, that's the name of the podcast. <laughs> Everyone's heard that before. I've said that story. But that's how we came <laughs> up with the name. And then it's like, so let's good. get people on to tell us they're Code Brown. <laughs> so we call it a Code Brown. If you a want a funny brown. episode to listen to, you got to go back and listen to um, – Neil Murphy. He had some of the funniest poop stories I think I've ever heard. And he had me like crying. Luckily, this was before we started the video po- like podcast. Part. <laughs> but I would like lean over. I would blow my nose in my shirt because I didn't have tissues. Like I was crying with laughter from this guy. So episode so 19 is good. Here's the question. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have poop stools? Poop like a like a squatty potty? Not a squatty potty because those are the poop stools. Do you have an actual stool that you put in front of your toilet and use for poop? Because squatty potties, I don't believe in that crap. That plastic crap is such no, no. I have a handmade poop stool. That is fancy. I I can't say that I do. Do you have a squatty potty? I don't have one of those either, but I don't have. What What do you do, you savage? You just poop with your feet on the floor? I do. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yes, Yes, I've seen. I've seen the cold on the cold on the floor. (laughs) I've seen this before because they say when your feet's on the stool and your foot is up higher, like four, five, six inches, it like releases some gland and lets everything just. It's your body's natural pooping position. Well, it's like you think about it when cavemen didn't have toilet, they did little poop squat. That is true. So the. Erica, yeah. they make these stools and they're actually, they got a curve to fit under the toilet so you can slide it under the toilet. Mm-hmm. And then when you're pooping, you just pull it out a foot. Clearly I need to get on one or, or else I'm going to be pooping like a savage forever. Yeah. But you it have kind of funny because depending on how big you are or whatever, like tall, yeah. your knees would be like up in your tits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah. See, you gotta well, like, I'm saying if you're really short. Though, so. Oh, well. <laughs> I'll give you some of my plastic nymphs. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Hannah. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> oh, God. That's so good. Hannah, this has been so much fun. Can you believe we've been going almost an hour and a half? Yeah. Talking about poop See, we told nymphs. you there's like, no, no, no reason to be what? nervous because we just, no. this is us just shooting the shit. Like, this yeah. is why I love doing yeah. this so No much. show notes. So much fun. We weren't prepared. We're just like, we're going to roll with it. Mm-hmm. This Worked is out great. well. Yeah. So, Hannah, I go through your Instagram and I try to find a, a random photo. Okay. So, your mm-hmm. Instagram, by the way, do you know how many Instagram posts you have? I wish it was like 6969. <laughs> Giggity. Oh, I wish it was too. You're, you are 22 posts away from 2000. Oh. And I went through every photo last night because I'm I'm in a hotel and I had nothing He's else bored. to do and I just had to oh, yeah, he, he he deep dives right. he, went, he creeps real wow he, he gets down I think I started my Instagram when I was in college so. Oh, so we'll see what he's gonna come shit. up with. This I don't even. I don't even think Instagram was around when we were in college, Erica. Like we were in college before Facebook. It came out the year we were freshmen in college. That's how old Erica and I are. We're old, but yeah. I digress. Was it two thousand five or something? Back, I was like a sophomore. <laughs> yeah, I think four. But anyway. I went back to October thirteenth, two thousand and fourteen. What was I doing? 
What were Let's you doing? Find out. I think you were getting some probably nothing good. Awesome tattoos. <gasps> what one is that? Your video quality it, is like poo poo kaka. Is that my yeah. anchor, or is that the what is going on? It looks like a I... dinosaur skull. Uh, oh! Skull. It might be a horse. It's a unicorn. Yeah. It's a unicorn. Oh, your fingers over the top of the unicorn. Tell me about your unicorn tattoo. Yeah. So I have a unicorn skull that goes from my knee all the way up the side of my thigh. Um, It's done by Justin Nordine, who's out of Colorado, who does, oh my gosh, you got to check his Instagram out. Phenomenal tattoo artist. He specializes in like geometric, like watercolor kind of stuff going crazy good. I told him, I was like, I want a unicorn skull. Um, I actually did it shortly after my first half marathon. And I was like, I'm never going to run longer than this. I'm going to celebrate this moment. And I was like going through this big transformative experience. Like I had graduated college in 2013, like, you know, becoming a big kid. I was dealing with like mental health issues, discovered running, all this stuff. Um, And a long time ago, I had drawn for my AP art project, I was drawing a bunch of animal skulls of like animals that are are mythological, Mm -hmm. you know, like a unicorn. And I remember I did this unicorn piece and I titled it, Keep the Dream Alive. And throughout this, you know, experience in my life where I was struggling, you know, with depression, anxiety, trying to figure out what I'm supposed to do as a big kid, you know ran this half marathon and it was the hardest thing I had done in my life. Cause like, that's a long time to run. And I got this tattoo after and I was like, I'm going to keep the dream alive. I'm going to keep, I'm going to stay a little kid as long as I'm never going to grow up. Like, you know, the whole never grow up. It's a trap. And I'm this unicorn skull is like, you know, I'm going to believe in unicorns. And like this skull proves that unicorns exist because if they didn't They're exist, real. Yeah, they're real. And just having that, like, that fantastical view on life and, like, not, yeah, not growing up, keeping the dream alive, you know? You are so awesome. I I just love everything about you. You are fantastic. <laughs> Such a good outlook on things. I got... I actually, my most recent tattoo I got is a goose. So <laughs> that, it just keeps, yeah, it just yes. keeps getting better. Yeah. I love it. That's amazing. Yes, never grow up. I I vow mm-hmm. for the rest of my life to to always find farts funny. That's like the one yes. thing that I I can say. Well, I will never grow out of. Yeah, and isn't it even good. funny when you're running and you're running along and you're farting as you're running and you're or like you're running with somebody like in a race and they're like doing the run fart and they're trying to pretend that they're not and you're like, come on, dude. You, you can't do this with it's a straight face. So during one of my last laps this year at ADU, I was walking with, with Eric and he just lets one rip and I freaking <laughs> it. Because that, at that stage, you're just goofy and like, not you don't have all your wits about you and that just like set me up. <laughs> oh my God. So good. <sighs> I absolutely love it. That was great. I found a good one. You I did. did good. I'm gonna have to go look at it after. Or did you send it to me already? I can't remember. <gasps> I I did. Yes. I sent and I think I just sent it to you again, actually. All right, perfect. 
Yeah. <laughs> just drive. Like, I have an ADU tattoo as well. You really? So. Oh, that's no fantastic. Mm-hmm. Is it, what is it, an anchor or is it just it was, like, what is it? It's a watercolor anchor on the inside of my ankle and I recommend no one ever getting that tattoo. It was the most painful. Yeah, pain. that doesn't sound like a It's more style. painful than ADU, I think. Yeah. Once you start, you can't stop. Huh? Yeah. Uh, once not. you start like getting a tattoo there, you can't just stop. You got to finish the tattoo. You can if you want. Well, just I have know, a but weird then you got like just some weird piece of color yeah. or something. Yeah, half of a What's tattoo. What's that symbolize? That symbolizes pain, and I didn't want to do it anymore. <laughs> yeah, like, that's, that's my breaking noise. point. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> that's when I said no Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the funny thing is is that I got it after my 12 hour because like I was like I'm never gonna run more than 12 hours that's phenomenal like I keep getting these tattoos and then doing more like I have I have wings on the outside of my ankles that I got tattooed when I was 16 with my mom's permission Mm -hmm. And I was in high school and I was like, mom, I want a tattoo. Cause I was edgy. I was emo. I was alternative. You know, yeah. I, did I you like cool. Paramore? I didn't like Paramore. I was like from first oh, yeah. to last. Hello. Like, I liked Paramore. <laughs> I liked edgy. the poppy punk shit. Like Fall Out Boy, <laughs> Newfound Glory. That was yeah. my jam. Fall Out Boy, Blink 182. Yeah. I went to a private Catholic school, so I couldn't have purple hair or whatever. Oh, bummer. Like, I feel like yeah, back in the I day, would... like you didn't see the the colored hair quite as much. Like I love mm-hmm. that people are doing it more. Like it makes me so happy. I, I'll sit and I'll watch those reels on Instagram of people with like the <laughs> rainbow, like beautiful. Oh my gosh, oh, I need it. Mm-hmm. I want to go fully gray first. Actually... I've got a little bit of gray. I want to go fully gray what? and then <laughs> and then dye it. Go crazy with it. Hell yeah, I'm, yeah. So it's actually it's actually on my list to talk about your purple hair because. You are not our first guest with uh, awesomely colored hair. Fashion colors are are at least our third, possibly our fourth. Or when did you add color? I started coloring in high school. And because I went to a private Catholic high school, I think my first color was red. But since I was like 15, it came out more orange, like at home box dye kids. Like, (laughs) that's a rite of passage in itself, dyeing your own hair. Oh, yeah. 100%. And then in college, I started doing like the color. And I think the first time I bleached my hair was with my partner and a bottle of vodka. And we bleached my hair and put pink in it. And I loved it. And I was like, this is so much fun. Like, I'm a big kid, especially coming from a high school where I couldn't like, I couldn't do that. I couldn't have my piercings. I couldn't have crazy hair. I was wearing a uniform every day. Like, you got yelled at if, like... Couldn't express yourself. Exactly. And I was like, oh, shit. Here we go, baby. <laughs> like, happening. This is what happens. Um, so I started doing, like, you know, box dyeing my hair. I did, you know, I had blue in it. I did pink. Uh, you know, all these different colors. And then one... One snowstorm, right after I graduated college, I was like, let's do purple. And I want to say, yep, probably again, vodka was involved. And we we did my whole head like permanent, permanent purple. And I loved it. And ever since then, I've just been like going back. And so like 10 years, I guess. 
I've like had periods where it grows out fairly because it's like I it's high maintenance. Mm-hmm. My hair lady is like, "Do you want to come back in six weeks to do a root touch up?" And I'm like, "Nah, man, let it grow." Like, <laughs> I, it takes like six hours to do oh between like. Yeah, you go, you know, they they bleach it, they cut it, they dry it, then they put the oh my gosh, it's so long. I can't I can't do it. <laughs> it's too much. Um Do you have to like use a special shampoo or anything cuz I'll bring up two points here. One Celeste talked about how she has to wash her her hair one half at a time because it's split in the um, middle and it's blue and red. And mm-hmm. then Lindsay told us that because she sweats a lot from running, the dye likes to bleed a little quicker. And so she's trying to find a way to stop that. What do you do for your hair care with the she purple can hair? Put, she can put her hair dye into her conditioner and condition it like that. Um, I don't because I'm lazy. <laughs> like, and I just, I just, I usually let it grow out. And like, I'm sure you saw it through your Instagram deep dive that like, my hair will like, I'll have like half down to here will be my roots and the ends will be purple. And the wax thing is, is that people will still be like, I love your hair. And I'm like, thanks. It's my roots. <laughs> like, <laughs> but if you put, if you put a little bit of hair dye of whatever color you have in your shampoo or conditioner, it can help keep it a little bit revitalized. I just don't cause I'm, I don't even like washing my hair that much cause it's not good for you. Strips your oils and your hair dye. Mm-hmm. But it is funny because after you I don't get wash your, my hair dry, either. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> if, maybe you should just try like putting hair dye in. And- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you'd have to get the little stubble at least, like instead of being totally like shaven. Yeah. <laughs> when I shave, I look younger. I feel like I look younger when I shave. So this has been three days, and I have definitely, I definitely hit forty. But when I shave, I'm like 32 again, maybe even go. 28. Wow. What do you think happened if I shaved my head? I do typically shave every day. I just got lazy. I'm like, I'm like Hannah. I got lazy a little. <laughs> so high maintenance. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I like every day. No, I'm too every day to I have a skull shaver. Oh. I just just turn it on. It's like a razor. It's just called the skull shaver, and I just I can do it in the shower. <laughs> it no. does sound it. kind of like dangerous, but it's yeah, really like point. it's anticlimactic. It's really nice. you know what though. You know if that was me for a female, it would be so nice. Kind of want one of those for like the legs. Yeah, I, I like them. Yeah, it's like it's the male marketing though. If you're gonna shave, it has to be wicked manly. The skull crusher, like whereas ours would be like the flower petal. And it would it cost is, uh, like an well, extra thirty bucks just because yeah. that's how fucking marketing yeah. works for women. It's it's pink, therefore it costs more. The asshole. Yeah. yeah, no, that is that true. bothers the me. The company of one of, one of the skull shavers I have. The company makes one for women. For is your legs, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know we'll about price, it. but they we'll didn't see. change the name. It's still no. Skull Shaver. They didn't change the name. That's all I know. Still Skull Shaver. Cool. Good for that. No free edge. <laughs> Hashtag. All right, <laughs> Hannah. I got one question for you. I don't know if you prepped. She you has for this. a wicked tough question too. Okay. I have a feeling I might it's know which stumper. genre you're going to go with, but 
we have a Spotify playlist and we invite our guests uh-huh. to add a song to it. So it could be anything you're really feeling at the moment. It could go back to your emo love and roots. It could be something <laughs> that like gets you through those nip collecting miles. <laughs> Do you want to yeah, add a song? Yeah. I absolutely will add a song. I'm going to have, I'm going to way overthink it though. You know, like take your time. I mean, we, we honestly tough- didn't prep you for it. So yeah, that's why this is a tough question. Like Erica thinks I'm just giving her a hard time by saying Erica has a big, tough question at the end. No, this is why, because you get Damn. to pick one song. Yeah, Unless, so well, I mean, options. if you have two that you really can't choose between, we'll give you two because it doesn't matter. <laughs> there are people who have well, no, two. Because but... I listen to music all the time. Like, you know how Spotify gives you your Spotify wrapped? I spend like, yes. especially I'm home all the time coding and I'm listening to music while I'm coding. So it's like eight hours a day. Like I've listened to like three months of music straight. Like how am I supposed to pick one? I am impressed. I, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. I have a recording. Oh shit, it has to be on Spotify, doesn't it? I was gonna say I have a recording of myself playing All Star by Smash Mouth on the recorder. <laughs> I was like, if I can get that on Spotify, can I add it? <laughs> if, if you can get it, yes, are- absolutely. Cause okay. um you, that yeah. Neil Murphy guy we were telling you about, he added uh he's like, I want like this 10 hour version of the epic sax guy, <laughs> like a 10 hour loop. I found like yeah. I I found the small version because they didn't have the 10 hour loop, but I was like, I'll add whatever you want to it. So, okay. Yeah. And at the end of my recording, I was making it for a ringtone. So if you want it as a ringtone, ah. you, can, you can do it. But at the end, because I had tried it like 10 million times, it's just me going, yay, because I was so excited. I sat in my living room on the couch, like for like three hours straight, trying to do a run through of all-star by smash mouth on the recorder so i'm very thrilled with my skill you are a very creative so, person i'm loving it <laughs> yeah it, this is perfect this is, this is perfect for a couple reasons one i was actually going to mention during the tros erica mm-hmm. about smash mouth and the lead singer who just passed away mm-hmm. and how things happen in threes so the threes were smash mouth jimmy, jimmy buffett, buffett and my cell phone oh Cell phone. So, RIP cell phone. But yeah. the other thing is, you mentioned a recording of you singing Smash Mouth. If you go back to Maurice's episode, Maurice Loman, the, the Marathon Panda, I was editing the video for YouTube the other day, Erica, and mm-hmm. there is a quick clip of me singing, Hey, now you're an all star. Get your game on. Go play. Really? And I was like, as I'm recording it, I was like, Oh my God, he just passed away. Aww. Yeah. Yeah, some at some point in that episode, I said that. I don't remember why. It might have had to do with the song, but yeah, small world. Who's next? Oh no, <laughs> I don't want to think about that now. Yeah, go want- through this podcast, and hopefully you didn't sing anything or whatever. Because <laughs> no, hopefully not. I don't want to jinx anybody. <laughs> it's gonna be the inventor of the squatty potty. <laughs> well he left us for like a wonderful awesome. legacy like, creative director like so so do we want to put your all-star smash mouth recorder version or do you want to pick something else too just in case have a backup okay i'll have a backup if i can't figure out how to 
get this on and on Spotify. I will have a backup and it it'll I go through like these these I like will listen to the same song over and over and over again. And I'm sure if you went through all my Instagram, instead of posting so much lately, I just take little videos and I put them to whatever song I'm listening. And I think if it's not my Smash Mouth, it's going to be the the Lovely Day by Bill Withers because Love it. that was playing oh, yeah. at ADU when I was eating my morning breakfast donut. I was laying on the ground, had my feet up. I was eating donuts and uh, my crew recorded me and was like, what's your favorite part about this moment right now? And it, in whatever state, I was like, right now? I think this song and it was lovely day playing over the the speakers. And I was like, you know, 50 miles in shoving my face with a donut laying on the ground, have to run 12 more hours. I'm like, yeah, I really like this song. So I think I would go with that. That, That'll be my backup. If I can't have smash mouth recorded, we're just going to add it. We're just going to, you'll get to add. We're going to hope for both, but you at least get Phil Weathers. Excellent. Amazing. That's right. That's the one where it's like, lovely day, lovely mm-hmm. day, right? You can't not just like, like everybody so knows it. Yeah. It is. It's such a feel good, like, even if you're having the worst day, you're like, it's a lovely day. I have donuts. It's a lovely day. It I is have popular. School, like- it is popular on Instagram right now where when you select music, it's usually in that like first page oh, you see. Is it? You started it. Yeah, there I you go. So. <laughs> yeah. Started that trend. That was me. <laughs> All right. Hannah, you are drinking out of this gigantic water bottle. You've taken about 172 sips during this interview. How big yes, is that God. water bottle? And how much water do you, have you had? This is what we call yeah, my ADU. baby. Oh, I see ADU right oh, there. Oh, yeah. I have ADU on there mm-hmm. somewhere. Yep. Um, yep. This is my baby. Uh it's 84 ounces of Whoa. water. Yeah. It's got Not a little vodka. straw. Um, it's from simplemodern.com. I got it off Amazon. It was cheap because the pattern was ugly as sin and I just covered it up. Um, I drink at least one a day, but I realize that it's excessive. And that's why we call it my baby because, like, my friends and family will literally be like, oh, you forgot your baby here. Like, like, or I'll text them like, shit, I can't, I like, I I can't find my baby. Did I leave it in your car? Like, but it's just, I started with a small one like you, Erica. Mm -hmm. And at the time I was. Yeah, this is like a 32. I think I started with smaller and I was working at a cannabis facility where like you, you don't have access to water all the time. Cause you're like, you know, working with like, so you fill your water bottle and you have it and you bring it around with you while you're working with the plants and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so I kept drinking it and then I was like refilling it all the time. And I was like, I need a bigger water bottle. So I got a bigger one, like probably a 32 ounce. And then I got a bigger one. <laughs> and then I, this is the biggest one I could find. And like it, yeah, I should like make an Instagram for my baby because everybody comments about him because but for me I'm like he's not that big like because I just I carry him everywhere him like I've had it like I don't know if you saw my face you said it was 84 ounces and I was like 
Because usually, like, people will do, like, the growler size. So that's, what, 64? Mm -hmm. But, like, even that is gigantic. That gets so heavy when you, like, fill the whole thing up, especially if it's, like, a nice insulated, like, bottle. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. But it's so great because I never have to fill it. I never have – well, I do. But, like, like I can go out and about and not have to worry about being thirsty. Like, being thirsty is the worst Mm -hmm. feeling ever. And, like, I don't like using a – like, who wants to use a water like a water bottle you buy from a gas station you know like it just it feels bad mm-hmm. so i just bring my baby with me everywhere like i'll bring it into restaurants because the waiter will take too long to refill my water i'm like i'll just drink my own <laughs> right. i don't care <laughs> does does he have a name no just my baby <laughs> It's like love it it's i don't know it's just i should maybe name it but I guess my baby just that works. Works. flows it off probably the as much as a baby, and you can like that is you know, that is child size. That's like infant. That's like infant. Size. It is like an infant. Yeah, but I love it, and it's I've had it for probably like five years. I have dropped it. Like this thing is, I could not. No free ads, but this thing's great. Like if you want a good workout. And it lasts well. Yeah, it'll and it has a straw because some of the the ones you have to like hold up with a mouthpiece and like it gets all over you. I I literally have to buckle this thing into my front seat. Like whenever I drive, it's in my passenger seat and I put my belt buckle on. But like, you know, people will go to sit in my car and my my buckle will be belted and they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, this is my baby. (laughs) (laughs) My baby's in the front seat. like yeah remember the big one i got erica i think it's also 84 but i lost the straw so oh, it made it so difficult that's the like clear one though right like didn't you have a big yeah. clear like, one plastic something like that. i got it for christmas a couple years ago and i would take it around with me and once i lost the straw mm. it's it, impossible it was like it was like a 50 pound dumbbell i'm putting in front <laughs> yeah. of my face like like, if I drop that, boom. It's gone. You can't like drive in the car and take a sip because it's like a two-handed. Yeah. It's, right. Yes, it is. It's definitely a, a two-handed water right. bottle when you lose the straw. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's I would I would like in hindsight, if I ever go into a business, it's gonna be a water bottle business. Because the the top is so tiny that when I, I can only fit two hands oh. and when it's full. It hurts wicked bad. <laughs> like you just got like, like hot glue or like, solder, like a like a handle yeah. on the side too, so you can just like strong arm that thing. Mm. I should, yeah, because it it weighs I don't know how much eighty four ounces of water. Get one weighs. of those big carabiners that you can clip to it, but you can use your entire hand to hold the carabiner, <laughs> and you can even get like a padded carabiner. Yeah, that's actually a good idea. <laughs> I went to college. Baby. I got a degree. <laughs> in water bottle. I use my brain sometimes. Yeah, fair, fair. Water bottle. Hana, this was. <laughs> yeah. Hana, this was awesome. You're a pro. You are a pro at podcasting for someone. Who's Honestly, never total natural. Even... Yeah, for someone no who's filter. never even listened to a podcast, you're a pro. Mm-hmm. I feel like I should. Hey, welcome to On the Runs. Today we're talking about poop. Poop stools and water bottles. Here's a word from our sponsor, who is either going to be on the runs, poop charts. 
Check us out on OnTheRuns.com. It's our Patreons. <laughs> yeah, it's our Patreon. That was perfect. He's he's 100% going to clip that and put it in the very beginning of the episode. I, I guarantee you that's going to happen. There is another one, but I'm going to have to use it now. I'm going to have to use it. You can use the other one as the, the outro like music. He always puts like... He always... I pooped six times today. <laughs> Outro. You're giving him so much content. Usually it's me saying something stupid that he'll put at the very end. Like it's after our outro music and he'll put me saying like the other day, like I had, um, what I hit. Oh, I scraped my knees at anchor down and I like scraped it on the side and I go, owie, kind of ouchie on my boo-boo or something. And like, you put that I'm like, oh, I hate you sometimes. So like, it's like. After the outro music fades out, it's like five seconds of silence. And if you're still listening, you just hear Erica go, owie. Yeah, he'll put like, a, it's, it's like always what? a fun little blooper somewhere here and there. So. Like when you sit through the Marvel credits just to see like that it's little end thing. Scene, yes. like the cut oh my scene. God. Yeah. Yes, I, exactly I'm so is. into Marvel movies right now too. And it's like. I kind of just click 10 seconds, 10 seconds, 10 during the, during the, uh, cause there's <laughs> other hidden ones anything. in there. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to see everyone and they right. all play a key part to like the timeline or the story or just something funny. And I'm in love. I'm just in love. Erica knows this. I'm in love with Gamora right now. <laughs> right and now. <laughs> he if, loves her. If she and Peter Quill, do not get back together somehow. I will be extremely disappointed. Still no spoilers, man. Like I haven't she, seen the third I one. I know they broke up. Yeah, man. <laughs> She's just a badass <laughs> green thing. <laughs> green little thing. She She's just this badass We're green little sexy her, thing. We're going to feature her feet on our only I'm feet so page. No, <laughs> you got to have the Gamora. And it's like, like, <laughs> so, oh my God. Uh, yeah, I'm in love, and they better get back together. They better, like how uh, Captain America went back to the 1920s or whenever, and he went back and found Agent Carter, <laughs> and they lived happily ever after. I feel like they you're ruining some for shit, Quill. for her, man. Stop it. <laughs> oh wait, I thought you just didn't want me to ruin it for you, Erica. Well, I've seen that one, but I don't know what she's seen, so we'll just um, yeah. <laughs> Are you big into Marvel movies? We are. We're, we we got to go six more minutes. We have to hit the two hour mark. We can't go I, short. I read books more than I watch movies. That's my. So see, I'm not he it sent for me. Then. He actually sent me the um like your book list of what you read. I think last year, and I was trying to see if I had yes. any books in common with you. And I think the oh, only one I read that you also read was. Project Hail Mary by Andy <gasps> Weir. I just reread that this year. I cried again. It is such a good book. I love that book. And I, I've heard, I might even listen to the, I don't usually do I audio listen to the audio. It is, was it phenomenal? It was phenomenal. That's how I, I really like was able to enjoy it. I feel like that much more because, you know, the little like bleep blarps and stuff in there. Yeah. He's like his own person. Like it's ugh, no spoilers. Oh, because he like okay, so it's not me sitting in my room going bloop bloop bloop. Nope, nope. Like, there's like, like they actually it's oh. legit like tones. Like it's not the guy making the noises. They'll put oh. like tones in there and it's just the way they did it was awesome. So I think you'll really enjoy it. 
Yeah. Uh, maybe I will. So I, I already reread it this year, but I might listen to it. Just eventually. It's, it is out there and it is well done. So. Okay. Okay. So for the folks listening, I will put this in the show notes, but there's a website, goodreads.com, that Hannah has a page on or something. In the year 2022, you read 57 books. You want to take a guess, Erica, how many pages she read? Oh, that's a lot of pages. Um, that's a lot of pages. I mean, you figure each book's probably around like 250, 300 pages at least, and then math. So I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> you have math because I can't. The average length in books she read was 360 pages. Oh, that's way totaling longer. Holy shit. A total. Oh, that is long. Totaling a total of 20,534 pages. And I think you can well see on well this. Well done. You can see on here every book you've you've shelved. Cool. They call it you shelved mm-hmm. the book. Mm-hmm. So the parent. Oh, no, that's a suggested book. Um, the <laughs> Seven Husbands of Evanly Hugo is the most so recent good. book you read. Yeah, that book was really good. I actually reread that this year, too. I actually finished my 50th book last night. Holy shit. So, you're well yeah. on oh, your so way. You're going to crush yeah. last year's numbers. I love books. I can I give you a book suggestion. Yeah. Why Run When by Patrick <laughs> Lieber. Right, what, right, what, wait, what? <laughs> why it is run a tongue when? twister. It's called yeah. Why, why run, run When You Can Smoke and Drive a Car at the Same Time. Drive. Smoke and Drive. Sorry, Patrick. I actually have the book behind me. But why, why, okay. He's a friend okay. of ours. It's Hold a on. quick. It's a quick, it's a quick read, short, short chapters. You'll do it in a probably 20 minutes, maybe even 15 at your pace. Why run? Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Why run when you can drive and smoke at the same time? All right. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's a guest of the pod and it's his running stories. He's compiled in his 30 plus years of running. Is there poop stories? I don't remember There's specifically, not, but, he but share, he's got a lot of good he ones. He does there. share. Well, hold on. He came on the pod and he shared a poop story with us that he did, hasn't even told his wife. Wow. I think he's but saving he's, he's it like, for the book sequel. <laughs> he's <gonna write laughs> he, is, he, he, he is planning on a book number two and I think okay. he's, he's okay. uh, going to, yeah, we'll get the full brown out of him then. I will add it to my Goodreads. I'll put it on my to be red pile. Yeah, it's funny. I I like and, to listen to books, but I I should get back. I should get on Goodreads because I have just a Google Doc where I just list all the books <laughs> I read, and it's kind so of fun because I, I actually, just search like if I want to reread it. I'm like, how many times have I read this book? And I'll just like find how many yeah. times. Goodreads will keep track of it for you, and also like if you hate Amazon because good, I think Amazon bought out Goodreads and oh. you know Capitalist America. There's Storygraph, which is actually way, way better than Goodreads. Like, it's way more detailed in terms of what you can track on your books. Like, my Storygraph is like, oh, like, Hannah likes reading, like, emotional, dark, nonfiction books that are like, like, it's crazy how detailed they are. But yeah, like, Goodreads or Storygraph, it will track, I mean... You can track anything and it'll give you suggestions based on like what you've read and how you've rated books. It'll be like, oh, if you liked why run when why <laughs> you had it. You like that book. It's a tongue <laughs> twister. Other books about reading about running or by the same author or whatever. So it's yeah, I love it. Especially if you're like looking to reread a book or or 
read people's reviews on how good a book was or whatever. That's Love perfect. It. Yeah, I'm going to definitely check that out. Mm-hmm. No free ads, but. <laughs> well, well, Hannah and Erica, we have officially hit the two hour mark. That's a long and run. I, I think we've only done this like one or two times before. So you're in a special group right now, Hannah. <laughs> How, what do you mean, this, one, this just, this just, Yay! let me, let me, let me tell you one thing. Before you jumped on, Erica's like, do we have any notes? And I'm like, nope. Cause I'm, I'm traveling. I'm, I'm on the no. road today for work. I didn't get to do my notes during the day. And she's like, how long do you think we'll be? And I go, let's just make sure we hit 60 minutes. My battery saver just turned on the laptop. Like that's how long we've been doing this. <laughs> so, you know, we Hana, got some this good was stuff so from, much fun. from you. Yeah. You're just very easy oh. to talk to. And this was fun. I was told that when we did the talk, I think it's just cause I'm very like, I don't know. You can feel how chill shit. you are. Like, yeah, you just like, have no. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you give like, zero fucks. No, yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, this is who I am. Like, if you don't like it, okay. Because that's like when we were doing the documentary and a lot of it was like, they ask you questions and you answer or wh- whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were like, wow, you're like really good at this. And I'm like, it's just because I'm talking to you like you're a human and like, you like you know like I don't care what people think of me and like I don't know people are like wow this girl's weird because she talked about her poop a lot and like that is the tip of the iceberg you should watch me eat a Cadbury egg motherfucker like it's, <laughs> it's just kind of like whatever you know but I think you know like like-minded people end up having good conversations where like okay if you wanted me to take myself seriously this probably would have been over at exactly the 60 minute mark yeah. you'd be like <laughs> texting each other like she's talking about poop again no like, i'm very glad you are unapologetically you so don't <laughs> change do not change for anyone i had a feeling when you ran by us and we wanted to say hi because we didn't even get to say hi to you before the race I don't know. Maybe I was too shy, or Eric was just like too I in haven't the zone even really and... talked to you before that. So I'm glad we we at least got to do this. This was great. Me too. But when you passed us, and let me tell you, Erica was nervous to even say thank you. She was like nervous. What am I going to say? How am I going to say it? Here she comes. I'm like, she's coming. She's coming. Don't get ready. You know, we could and see you. And then you, you from like a, a you like ways. turned around and you stopped. I'm like, Hannah, no, don't stop. Like, I don't want to throw up your race. I had like another twelve hours to run. What is a couple of seconds? Like, well, still, I, I knew at that moment. <laughs> that just goes to show what moment, kind of person this is going to be. Great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She'll stop. Well, that's talk. like what I was saying. Is that like when people will be like, "Oh my gosh, like." you won ADU or like you were in this documentary thing. And I'm just like, I am like any other person. Like it, it just because I won ADU once or just because I was in this documentary or just because whatever, any of the stories or weird shit or anything like that. It's like, I'm just like a human. Like I love people and I love like-minded people and I love weird people. And I, you know, I love like, I would do the same thing as you. Like, if I won an award at ADU, I would wait to find the person who, you know, like, to be like, oh, my gosh, thank you. Like, this is so freaking cool. Like, And I was like, the fact that you would, like, hang around and, like, know that it was me and, like, that it meant enough for you to be like, hey, thanks. And then tell me to keep running. Like, what the fuck? Like, 
I just didn't want you to stop on my account. If you wanted to yeah, stop for the hell of it, you do your 30 you. seconds. Like You're um, awesome. You really we are. We awesome. love you. Hannah. We love You're you. So cool. <laughs> Thanks for doing this. We're going to see you at Anchor Down next year, if not mm-hmm. before, because you're you're just south of us. We're in New Hampshire. You're yeah, in Taunton. So. Love New Hampshire. Where? I'm in Nashua. I'm just over the border. Not even that far. I went to school in Nashua. I went to college at Daniel Webster. Rest in peace. <laughs> I drive by there every mm-hmm. day, actually, to go to work. I work in like Amherst Hollis, like right like I take back. Yeah. So you were right by like the airport and you- stuff. Yeah, that's my way to work. <laughs> Yeah, that aviation school that no longer exists. Oh, my my high yeah. school also shut down. Rule of threes, your podcast might shut down Shit. next. <laughs> Don't jinx no. us. Oh, <laughs> we are. No, no we're no, taking this off. This thing is blowing up. Yeah, like now you have the poop off. chart idea. Like, come on. Like, I really hope there's a poop chart in the world. We're going like, to get, I gonna get our, our graphic artist, Alejandra, Wait. on this and see what she yeah. can come up with. Yeah. Well, How I'll fun. tell you what. The, the the poop chart that you're making is in the works, and we will make sure somehow to have it be by on the runs or brought to you by on the runs or something. Yeah. So when you when that comes up, you let me know. We'll talk. We don't have a lot of money though, but we want to be a part of it if we can. Yes, for free. You guys can be the the poop chart. Is, is, we'll give you, you guys. Gotta... We'll give you free advertising on the pod. Yeah, no free ads except except for, poop. for you. <laughs> We'll do that. Yeah, we'll we will promote. We we'll, yes, okay. When when the time is when it is time, you we tell us. And we will we, we will do something. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. We'll make Excellent. awesome. Hannah, thank you. Oh, thank you so guys. Fun. I'm gonna maybe I'm a podcast listener now. Like maybe I'm gonna go and listen to all of them on my runs or something. Let's yeah. start with Neil Murphy. <laughs> Murphy. I don't know if we told everyone, but Neil Murphy is coming back at the end of the year. He's fantastic. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> Insert Hannes. Yay! <laughs> From my recording. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but that'll be that'll be a blast. Hannah, thank you. Everyone, thank I really you. hope you enjoyed this. If you are still listening, yeah. this was you you heard a lot of good stuff, guys. So <laughs> two hours of Hannah Littlefield. That was awesome. can i just tell you how much i fucking love hana i everything about her is just so much fun i feel like she's my people she is my people so hana thank you so much again for spending like hours and hours with us i can't wait to hang out with you I'm with you. I'm with you. That was so cool. Like finding nips on the side of the road and talking about poop charts and, and all that. We got cool our work shit. cut out for us, for us trying Ugh. to, we got to get Alejandra to help us make some, uh, those poop chart things. And she helped me a lot this weekend. Yeah, she did. And yes, we'll she get did. to that later. We'll, we'll talk about some logos later for the year 2024. We might have a little bit of a logo update. I'm really excited, but like we said, our outro is going to be on Thursday, guys. We'll have the whole entire Reach the Beach. However, I need to squeeze in one more thing with Erica here for mm-hmm. all of you who have stuck around and listened to this whole thing. We're going to get her thoughts. Is NSYNC making a comeback tour? If they don't, I'm going to be so sad. I have been team NSYNC since I was like 11 years old. They have been a staple of my childhood and adolescence, and I want them to come back so fucking bad. <laughs> Please excuse my did, French. Did you, 
<laughs> did you watch, and I haven't watched this since high school, but did you watch the VMAs when they came on and Taylor Swift was going nuts and crazy and everyone's like, oh my God, are they coming back? And they made that one reel, the friends, the friends reel. Like, I was glued you know to social media, but I don't have cable, so I couldn't watch it. So I was getting updates from friends. I was like, I was literally just glued to Instagram. So I've I found out pretty fast what was going on. And I know they have a new song that's dropping. Their new song drops on the day that I run Yeti 100. So I'm going to download it, it and be listening to that. And <laughs> it's going to make my race, hopefully. But I want All them right. to, uh, my cousins and I, like, we grew up loving them. That was like a common bond that we had between us, me, Jen, and Steph. And like so many other friends have loved NSYNC for so long, too. It's freaking bangers, like even today. So I want them to come back so bad. They can just take my money, take all my money. <laughs> all right we'll see we'll Please. see in sync can you make Please. erica's dreams come true i if don't Backstreet know we'll Boys see can do it and new kids on the block why can't in sync that's justin's fault i bet in <laughs> sync you JT. heard it first here i want it all right erica it's been a long night we got a ton of content guys the outro coming on thursday don't forget follow us on instagram youtube subscribe and next week episode 75 it's a big number. We might have a big guest we've been saving for a while. You guys are going to like what we have coming up. But first, the outro. So, Erica, take us home so everyone can turn us off. And if if it's Thursday, listen to the outro. Thank you guys for sticking with us. You know we love you. And don't forget to stretch. Need a baby wipe?